Hello everyone and welcome back to the Underground Mess Hall. Finn McHale here, and today we're going to have some more Jacksonville Jaguars discussion. To get started, I want to talk about what I discussed last episode, and this is more of a follow-up really. So, in my past episode, I discussed about how I don't think Urban Meyer is going to be there long, and I kind of trailed off and then came back to it, and it was kind of scattershot. So I want to elaborate on that point. So the reason why I don't think he's going to be there long, I think he's there for the culture rebuild, is this. When you look at his college career, he was the head coach of the University of Florida from 2005 to 2010. In 2009, he was quietly admitted to a hospital, I believe in December or January, and it wasn't made to the public. Later, he took a leave of absence and this was due to health complications. And he said at the end of the 2010 season he was going to retire. It was then revealed that he suffered from GERD or gastroesophageal reflux disease, which, just a brief overview of what that is, that's not acid reflux. It's worse. It's a chronic condition in which the stomach contents rise up to the esophagus. And one of... The side effects is heartburn and chest pain. And it's really, really, really just hard to just even read that. He also suffered from an arachnoid cyst, which is where some cerebrospinal fluid covers the arachnoidal cells and collagen may develop between the surface of the brain and cranial base or the arachnoid membrane. It's basically a really, really painful headache. And if you look at scans, if anybody's ever had an ocular headache or an eye headache, that's one of the worst things ever. And basically, these problems were developed due to stress, and that's why he retired after the 2010 season. Then, two years later, he becomes the head coach of the Ohio State Buckeyes. And he's the head coach up until 2018, and then he retires again due to health problems. In between each, you know, he was a Fox Sports analyst, I believe, both times. And I think he did a really great job. However, the reason for his health issues and problems were due to the high levels of stress and also the well-documented reports of how, you know, he would really work himself and forget to eat. And that's why the NFL, which is the next level, the uppermost level of football in the United States, I really think he is not here for the long run, especially him going into this knowing his health problems. And with that in mind, you know, there are a couple other worries, such as, you know, Travis Etienne's, I don't know if it's LeFranc or Liz Frank injury, and so he's now injured reserve, and I think that hurts Trevor Lawrence because, you know, that was his Clemson teammate. I really do think a certain level of comfort when you start in the league definitely helps, Eventually, you know, he's going to have to just face discomfort and overcome it really quickly. Trevor Lawrence will. And this has effectively ended Etienne's season, the LeFranc injury. And I also want to go over, you know, I do think there are some interesting spots, you know, with the second preseason game, like, like um, I think it's John Cotton or Jason Cotton, you know, four receptions, 50 yards, one touchdown. He had a long 37 and he had five targets. There was also, you know, Chenault Jr., who had seven targets. 
and he had 36 yards, five receptions, and a 15 long. I know it's just the preseason, but, you know, let's try and take away some positives. I think one big positive to take away is that Trevor Lawrence was named the starter earlier this week. And that shows that the Jacksonville Jaguars organization really does have some faith in Trevor Lawrence's ability. And yes, in the preseason, you know, Minshew and the other guy, I can't remember his name right now. Yeah, they showcase some other stuff. However, I think by pushing Lawrence forward is a much better option than shelving him for a year or two. Because if he doesn't get those starts, he won't get the feel. And I think Lawrence would rather get the feel than just sit back and watch. Now, there are certain benefits, you know, to watching and sitting behind another quarterback. However, let's be real. Gardner Minshew is not Alex Smith. And this is not a Patrick Mahomes following Alex Smith scenario. This is a rebuild. And Trevor Lawrence is going to help guide that rebuild. Now, I do think he's in the tier of player where his presence alone will elevate the team. I don't think it'll be this year, but it'll probably be next year. And the people that belong in this tier, you know, Trevor Lawrence, Peyton Manning when he went to the Colts, Andrew Luck when he went to the Colts, because, you know, let's be honest, you know, they had a bad O-line for a long time, and he was the only reason why they were winning games and being viable. Patrick Mahomes, to a certain extent, and Lamar Jackson, you know, they just elevate the team. But, you know, we'll wait and find out and see more. I will say, you know, doing this research and following the Jaguars, they've really started to grow on me just because, one, I get to see what this kind of rebuild might lead into, and two, what will become of this prodigy known as Trevor Lawrence. I really think it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the future with the Jaguars. Now, whether or not Lawrence stays is another story, and I think that's for another discussion on its own. But for right now, I think he's in as good a situation as he can get. You know, being under Urban Meyer, who really wants to coach Trevor Lawrence, even though he's probably aware he's not going to be there in the long haul. And I think that that's the biggest thing to take away is this is not going to be the next dynasty. At least in terms of it being Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence. What I think it is, is this is definitely a lot of jet fuel and octane into the Jaguars organization. Because if you actually really look at the Jaguars history, so they came into the league in 1995 and they actually had like plenty of winning seasons very early on and an AFC championship appearance. The Jack Del Rio era, you know, yeah, that was, you know, 50-50 really. But like the the recent, you know, history of woes with the Jaguars, that's actually relatively recent with their history. And so I think injecting Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer into the mix really will help refuel the Jaguars. But we'll wait and see. Plus, it's the preseason. We don't know what will happen. I don't think they're going to have a winning record. I really think they're going to probably win at the uppermost five games. And I think that's being a little generous right now. 
I think the next big step is building up the O-line because it's very obvious if you don't have a really good offensive line, your offense could be amazing with your weapons, but no offensive line to guard the quarterback, they're just sitting ducks for no reason. With that said, this has been a Bandolier Core production. Finn McHale, signing out.